Good morning. Today we are starting on Chavches Amad Beis. That is the penultimate daf still in Maseches Moed Katan. There's a little shtick of Chavtef there that we hope to get to. But we start on Chavches Amad Beis. We read the Mishnah yesterday. What we read in the Mishnah was, uh, we're hoping to finish the Masechta today, Andrew. Uh, that would be the task of, of, today, of today. Today, I believe, is, today is uh, Thursday. So it's uh, Tes Adar. Okay, Tes Adar Aleph. Okay. So now, the Mishnah discussed, this is going to be cultural, uh, this would be familiar if you were in Mishnahic times, not so much familiar today. The men used to give Hespedim, that we're familiar with. The women also had a custom, and they would say, I don't know how to say it, phrases. Not really incantations, but they would say phrases. And that's mentioned in our Mishnah. They would say certain things at Leviah's, and they would clap their hands in a certain way, and they would wail in a certain way, and that was customary behavior at right these funerals, at these Leviah's. Now, the discussion in the Mishnah had to do with... Do, um, uh, with with uh, what they used to say and what you can and cannot say on Cholamoid and then on Chanukah Purim and Rosh Chodesh, right? A little bit of a dafyomi coincidence because we're in Adar Aleph already, and so we are uh, expected to be Marbe Besimcha. By the way, Andrew, Andrew, if you walk into uh, somewhere during the nine days and you see a big party, you would think that would be inappropriate, right? It would be equally inappropriate to walk into a place during Adar. And see people depressed. So you have to, I'm going to put you on that, okay? You have to make sure everyone's in a good mood. So you're not allowed to say, or you shouldn't say, right? You, we, we modify how much mourning with a you we do, right, uh, on, those, on those happy occasions. So the Gemara starts, right, on the last thin line, my Amran. So it's going to start to talk about the different things that the women say. Right? What are these phrases that the women say? And a lot of this is going to be very unfamiliar. And the fact of the matter is, you read the Gemara and Pasha Pshat, Rashi isn't helping a lot. You have to look into Maharsha and a little deeper, maybe Ben Yehoyada, to really even understand what these phrases mean. Uh, what are they doing here? So let's dig in and see if we can tease out some meaning out of this. So my Amran, what do the women used to say at these funerals? So Amar Rav, Rav records that they used to say like this, Vaila Azla, Vaila Chavila. An azla is like what you're carrying, uh, or, or is, is a journey, right? Like, right, kadmave azla, to go. So the journey, like, woe, this journey of this human being. And the chavila is kind of like the, the, the masa, right? That which you're carrying, which is to say the mace, right? So, again, you have this journey of this human being that you're now carrying, and now you're carrying it. So it's a way of saying, right... Uh, one of the lamentations, so to speak, one of the wailing is you're saying this person had a journey and now they're, now we're carrying them, you know, on their final journey, right, in, in, um, in a state, right, in the state of them being a, uh, uh, carried by us. Okay. Now, Rava is going to bring seven different examples of what they used to say at the Levaya. So, seven different phrases. So, I'm a Rava. And fascinatingly, he quotes now, why is he quoting these specific women? He quotes uh, women from a specific province, which is re- called Shchansiv. What's Shchansiv? So the Beinu Hananel explains that the women of Shchansiv were very, very wise. Okay? They're very wise. They knew how to say riddles. They knew how to say different right, turns of phrase. 
that had tremendous depth to them, even though they sounded catchy. Okay, so it's interesting that that those women were very unique, and in fact, so much so that Rava, the great Gadol, the great Rosh Hashiva, found great depth and quoted their seven different phrases. We're going to see, right, if we can understand at all what exactly what what are they what exactly they're saying. Is there any other? Is there any other uh, mention of of, of Shchansiv? We should really, you know, as we go through Shas, we have to do some Chazara. Do you, have we already mentioned sh- the place Shchansiv? Yes, we have. Psachim, Kufyud Beis, right? <laughs> A fascinating contrast. Rebbe. How do you know? What? Why is it Psachim? How do you know that? Uh, I cheated. It, it's, it's, what do you do? It, I cheated because it's in the Hebrew, what they call the Schottenstein. Do they have it in the English art school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it mentions the following. Uh, uh, an unbelievable contrast. Rebbe told his children, don't go live in Shchansiv because all the people there are, le- are Leitzanim, right? That the people there are, are a bunch of clowns. Wait a minute. So why are we call- quoting the women of Shchansiv for their incredible wisdom? So maybe, as the Hagos Yavitz, is that what the art- English art school quotes? The Hagos Yavitz quotes, that that was just the men, but the women were wise. So it was one of these strange places where the men were a little bit clownish, but the women were extremely wise. We don't know of such places. I'm a rava. <laughs> I'm a rava. So what do they used to say, these famous women of Shchansiv? So they say, Well, that's, that's the same quote of, of what Rav said. Okay, so that we already said. Um, and then ve'amarava. Another thing they used to say in the shade of Shchansiv Amran, good garma mikacha ve'nimte maya le'antiche. What do any of these words mean? So that good garma mikacha is actually a dental phrase. Good garma mikacha, as Rashi says, neflu halachaim. In other words, this person passed away; his cheeks fell, like his cheeks bone fell. What's namtu maya le'antiche? Klomar hadri maya le'mafreya klape mala. That the water is back out. That the that the um, you can't. We say you can't put the toothpaste back in the test tube in in the what in the tube, <laughs> the regular toothpaste tube. We say you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. So <clears throat> similarly here, nimti ma'elantichai means the water has been spilled out. Now it's coming back in the wrong direction, which is to say it's kind of like unnatural, right? That usually we're used to seeing the neshama going to the guf. And we're used to seeing the Goranowitz Musar moment, right? Our goal uh, is to exalt the neshama, right? To do to do the Ratzon Hashem and to take those things which are physical and to add right spiritual importance to all of those things. But here now we have this physical thing, and then the neshama is going back, right? So it's sort of like the opposite of what you usually see. This good garment mikacha has a lot of different explanations. Uh, some say that it is a little bit more of a dental term, that it has, that, that technically speaking, it's uh, garma mikacha, the garma is, is the mandible, right? And that it's the separation, it's sort of like not so much the falling of the cheeks, but the, the mouth is wide open, which is to say, when Hashem sort of like breathes, uh, so to speak, life into us, so then we, we close our mouths and our mandibles are mobile up and down, and now it's been silenced, okay. Next phrase that they used to say, Amar Rava, Nishedeshchansiv, Amran. All of these are going to be Nishedeshchansiv. So this is number three. Atuf v'chasu, Ture. Cover yourself. A tur is a mountain in Aramaic. 
What does it mean? Cover yourself a mountain? Because this person, this person who passed away, right, is a son of great people. He's a son of great gedolim. What are the mountains? Uh, you have five different explanations, at least, of what it means. Maybe it's because they're going and the Leviah is out in the mountains. Maybe it's because, remember, when we, we're, uh, when we have Lechadodi, um, we're running, like, from the mountains to, to greet uh, the, the, the Shabbos queen, so maybe it's a, it's a show of respect or drama or, or maybe that the mountains themselves should get covered because of depression, because it should be like, right, cloudy uh, due to the depressing moment of the, of the funeral. So again, these Shchansev are saying, are saying very, very esoteric things. And, um, and you have the Achronim and the Mepharshim, all the Rishonim, um, uh, not all the Rishonim, because Rashi's not helping us a lot, but, you, but it's very hard to get actual shot in what these phrases meant, right? These are things that we're, we're not used to these, uh, these phrases, but it had some sort of deep meaning beneath this, uh, this phrase. Um, okay, so that was cover the mountains because this Chashev person is coming. Now, the next phrase is, is an interesting thing. It sounds like they're referring to uh, Aniyim. I think the Maharsha, yeah, the Maharsha is the one that explains that it's talking about the state of, uh, so to speak, right, poverty that one reaches at their own Leviah. What, what is meant by that? As follows. That when, this is a Goranowitz Mr. moment if there ever was one. That when you're alive, you, that presents opportunity, right? You have opportunity to do mitzvahs and to do chesed and to do all the great things. And you are deprived of such opportunities, right? Once you're no longer, uh, once you're no longer in Olam Hazem, once you're no longer alive. And so therefore, it is that opportunity that is alluded to, according to the Masha, in the following phrases, as follows. It says, Amar Rava, the Shei, the Shechans of Amran, Shiyol Itztila Demeilasa, right? Which is to say, the covering, right, of the Aron, right? Which is the, the, uh, the the melasa are the tachrichim. Okay, so now this mace is wearing tachrichim. Levarchorin dishlimu zvadei. Varchorin is is like a rich, right? Ben chorin on Pesach seder. It's like a, it's sort of like a free rich person. Dishlimu zvadei means that he sort of lost his shirt, so to speak. He right? He he uh, lost his money. What does it mean? In other words. You're going to have, right, this kvura now is for a person who once was, so according to the Marsha, again, there's different explanations of what is alluded to by this phrase, but one explanation is of the Marsha, which resonates with me, is at one point he was, so to speak, free to do all the mitzvahs and had the opportunity to do all those things. Now he's in his burial shrouds and it's as if those opportunities have now uh, gone away and whatever he has in his bank account of mitzvahs, that is what is left with. So what are you saying, that it's better to learn every minute now? Yeah, you have to hop around. You have to hop around and well, take advantage of the opportunity because every moment counts. It's an opportunity. It should be viewed as an opportunity while you're here to do good. Okay. And you shouldn't, wait, you know, you shouldn't complain about wasting time, right? I was, remember when Nachi, my son, who's now in 11th grade near Israel, so at his bris... Uh, Rav, Rav Scheinberg came to to uh, the yeshiva 
uh, Lev HaTorah, which was then in Ramat Beit Shemesh, a long story in its own right. Anyway, Rav Scheinberg came to be the Sanduk. And then after the bris, he spoke to the boys of Lev HaTorah. And he spoke about this concept of killing time. And he said, you have this phrase called killing time. And he said, you're not killing time, you're killing yourself. Time doesn't care about you. Time moves on regardless. Killing time just means you're killing yourself. It hurts so, him to hear about so, this concept of killing time. So, no, no, that's a good. So if you don't kill time, how, how, how not to kill time? All right, so you have to be productive. That's why, you, that's why you're here. That's why you got the T-Mobile to get, to get you here at 535. You're getting an early start. Right, I was excited. Yeah. I've been here to see Andrew and you. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. And Tzvi, now, now you're friends with Tzvi. You have to mention Tzvi. Yeah, okay. Amarava. Okay, so the next one. Neshei Dishchansiv Amran, Rahit Vinafil. Rahit Vinafil, he's in a rush. He's running and stumbling over his feet. He's rushing and falls on his feet. The Amabara Vyazufta Yazif. And also, he borrows. So, right, in, in, the, in the context, in the course of a, of a, le, of a lending right, arrangement, He's the one that's borrowing. Oh. <laughs> so there again, you can you can have the same you can tease out the same idea, which is what? Right? He's always rushing. This this a lot of people could relate to. Every day, right, during his daily activities, he's always rushing, he's always busy with business, blah blah blah. Okay? And now when he's going to Ulama Ba, now he has to what? Borrow money for his tachrichim. You have to see again the, the Rabbeinu Hananel and what exactly it means. This is where the Marasha, uh, steps up and he says that this is the Halva, right? This is, this is sort of the Halva that it's a spiritual Halva. That all day he was busy. Goranowitz Muslim moment again. That all day he was busy with his daily life just to get through the day, right? And now, right, he wants to borrow in order to, <laughs> in the only currency that matters now, is spiritual currency. And in that, he is in a situation where he is in a borrowing situation. And so, again, it is a cautionary tale that they're speaking um, as we explained that these women um, were saying truly deep, uh, harsh, in a sense, musr, in a delicate way, which is to say, running and right after your every, every day, daily activities, when really the only currency that matters, as you see, at a person's levaya is the spiritual accomplishment. Okay? And last two, Amarava, Nesheh Deshchan Amran, Achana Tagare Azavzage Mibadku. Again, that Achana Tagare is our, uh, a Tagar is a merchant, right? So our brothers, the merchants, they are, uh, they are Mibadku, they are checked, Al Hakanim, right? Which is, uh, Right, they're checked by what? That's the places where they where they do their business. This is a reference to the first thing that you're asked, right? To one of the questions that you're asked when you get to Olam MS. He, they're saying these guys were businessmen. Well, guess what? They're going to the Olam MS where they're going to be asked right? Whether they did Masab Matan faithfully, whether they were upstanding in their business dealings. They said, okay. Now, now these businessmen are going to the real business meeting. Okay. See, so did you hear about Moshe's, uh, um, his, his firm's um, escapades at EPAC? You hear about this thing, EPAC? Yeah. All these guys in Florida? Well, right. Do. I don't know. It's a bunch of nursing home guys in Florida. They had uh, Magic Johnson speak to them. It's a whole hawk. Anyway, the point is that um, 
that, that you, know, you have all of these businessmen with business endeavors, and then at the Levaya they say, okay, now they're going up to Shemayim and they're going to have the real, the real conference, uh, the, the uh, performance review, as it were. Okay. Finally, the seventh suggestion, um, right, suggestion of Rava, uh, accounting of what they said, Amar Rava, Amran, Moisa ki Moisa, Umarin Chibulaya. Moisa ki Moisa meaning this death is the death of, of, every, of every human being. And the Surim, Umarin, the Surim that the person is, right, whatever they suffered in their life, that's Chibulaya, that's the payment, right? That's the payment of the interest, so to speak. In other words, in just like every case, they're saying this is not unusual. Everybody has to return right to their maker, so to speak, and it's a form of it's a form of what repayment for a loan. Our neshamas, Goranowitz, are on loan. So when we return to the earth, we are repaying that loan, and whatever you had to suffer, Halila, during Olam Well, that was the that was the interest that you're repaying. For that loan, unbelievable uh, depth that we tried to probe here in the comments of the Neshe Shchansiv at these Leviyas. Isn't this funny? It's funny with all that Kabbalah stuff. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. You know what? Uh, yeah. it, it, uh, brings up that this comes up with the Karbanos Chagiga. I mentioned the Tosfos yesterday, right? Look at the top Tosfos of Chav Chesam and Beis. Bala Amavis. Says Tosfos, This was the end of the Mishnah, ended on a positive note, and then we, because it was really morbid up until then, right? And he says, and for that reason, that what? That's why what is Tosva saying? What we mentioned yesterday. The reason why, uh, so, so it's interesting, that we are going to what? You don't like starting with Puranusa. Question is, when we get to the Seder Nashim, right, we're going to start with Yavamas, which is a tragic, a tragic scenario where you have to do Yibum. So what's going on? And the fact of the matter is, we don't do that. In other words, Tosfos obviously has the order of the Masechtas, Moed Katan, followed immediately by Seder Nashim, which would start with Yevamos, because Moed Katan ends morbidly, and Yevamos is certainly a very morbid beginning to Seder Nashim. Uh, so he says, because we don't, because we like to juxtapose, once you're already talking about horrible things, we may as well keep it going, and then when we have the Simcha, we keep the party going. Well, it's really a very stark contrast to what we do, right? We stick in Korban Chagiga in between, which is like the definition of Simcha wow. <laughs> during the Shashra Galim. So we actually don't have the Puranas and the Puranas together, as it, were, as it turns out. Anyways, so you brought it up, so I brought it up. Okay, let's keep going. Tanya, what is the schar for those who give Hesped for a mace? Hayyav Rabbi Meir, Oimer, Tov, this is a Pasuk in Koheles. Tov Lalechas El Beis Evel, famous Pasuk. Where, the, where it says it's better to go to Beis Avel than the Beis Amishta, right, or the party, Beis Simcha. And Ad, the Achai Tainan Libo, Dvarim Shomisa. In other words, what's that person, what, what, what's going on? What is the person supposed to focus on? Well, Dvarim Shomisa, in other words, that is the ultimate Musr, to is think it, about the day of, 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 uh, to, of the Yom Amisa. Is it, it doesn't say you should eat. 
know. Yeah, we're going to get into that. In other words, obviously, and we already talked about that. Um, that was two days ago about everything's a balance, right? We're at a wedding and we break a glass. We're at, right, uh, and you have to always think about um, the idea that everything is a balance, but, and even when you have Avelos, we said, there is a certain amount of Avelos that is considered excessive, right? Because at the end of the day, we hold that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is Kulotov, right? And therefore, um, and the person is, so to speak, in a better place, right? The Olam MS. And so why really, if it's really in a better place, why would we be upset? Well, we certainly suffer a loss. That goes without saying. And so it's appropriate to mourn, certainly. We just, doing all the halachas of Avelis and Mord Katan, but also to keep it in perspective. So like you're saying, everything is a mix. But be that as it may, a person has to be aware of the end game at the end. How so? Says the, uh, says the Gemara, the A person who's maspid other people, he too will be zocha to have a hespid. A person who takes, right, takes it into, to make it their business to bury somebody will themselves have a respectful burial. A person who is part of the Levaya and carries the mace, right, um, to their burial, he too will, right, uh, have the merit of that. And and a person who raises his voice and has paid for those who, who died on him too, there will be a similarly respectful hespaid. The Ikadami, others say, the lo yidal yidlune, a person who is not, um, a person who, the lo yidal means he, he's not shtaltzi, meaning a person who allows himself to take care of those who are required to have chesed shel emes. In other words, usually if you have a chevr kadisha, that's not like a very high profile job, um, that it's, it's a chesed shel emes, and guess what? Because yidal really means, uh, to raise. So in the first uh, interpretation, it meant raising your voice sort of in praise of the mace. Here it means the lo yidal, the opposite, which is if you don't make yourself, if you don't make yourself higher than others, then you do at the end when you get to Shemaim. If you are a humble person, you will be raised, right, um, uh, in the Olam HaMS. Dichsev, like it says in Mishlei, um, to quote the, the beginning of the Pasuk, it says, Al-Tishadar, which is like Titka'eh. Don't make us raise yourself. As the Pasuk says, Kitov Amar Lecha Right? It's better to act with Sneas and humility. And there, um, and then, and then the, the Pasuk in Mishlei continues to say, right, that when you do that, you will be raised up. So that is the Raya to the idea that he who is humble in Olam Hazeh will eventually be considered great in great esteem indeed in the Olam HaMS. Would you like to hear a story to that effect, Goranowitz? Yeah. All right. Tana Rabban, here we have a b'risa. Shemezu Banav Shem Rabbi Shemael. Rabbi Shemael suffered a lot. His, he, and he suffered something that nobody should ever have to deal with, which is the death of his own children. And so he was consoled in the Nichum Avelim by four tremendous gedolim of the time. Nichasu Arba, Zakenu, Anachamo, Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Yosei Glili, Rabbi Lazar, Ben Azariah, Rabbi Akiva, the great Tanaim. Amalim Rabbi Tarfon, De'u Shechacham Gadolhu. Guys, we're about to be Menachem Avel Rabbi Shema, we're going to Shiva house, and he is a tremendous Tam Chacham, Uvaki Be'agados, right, he knows everything. Al Yikanes Echad Mekem Latoch Divrei Chavero. Don't, um, don't start talking, right, uh, don't engage him in conversation. There's others, there's a couple of 
possibilities of what this means. The Ron says, um, don't repeat yourself because he's such a genius. He has like a photographic memory. Once you say something, you don't have to repeat it to him. Uh, the Ben Yehoyada, however, says that if you're going to be, when you're going to say something new, right, then you're going to, if each thing new that you're going to say, he's going to be very, very consoled by it. And then finally, I uh, see the Maharsha says that he knows so much Torah that if you engage him in too much conversation, then he's going to like start engaging you in conversation. He's not supposed to learn Torah because he's a novel. Now, the truth of the matter is that he's, that you're not supposed to start, and this is one of the sources, you're not supposed to start a conversation with a novel. You're supposed to wait for him to start the conversation. And there's reasons for that. So be that as it may, they go into the, they're about to enter the base Avel of Rabbi Ishmael. At which point, Amar Rabbi Kiva, Vani Acharon. He called last licks, right? Rabbi Kiva wants the bad cleanup here. He wants to speak last. Okay, he called it. He called it, he gets it. So Pasach Rabbi Shmuel, they get there, and as we see, Pasach Rabbi Shmuel, they waited for him, right? This is, uh, according to the Gemara that we see here, you wait, this is the source, you wait for the Oval to speak first, right? You don't start pontificating right away when you get into the base Oval. Anyway, Rabbi Shmuel said, Ve'amar, this is regarding to himself, Rabu Avonosav, Techafu Avalav, I have so many Avinas, I have so many um, Tsaras, uh, not only that, I was matriach you, my rebeim, these you great tanaim, first and second time. Unfortunately, as we learn, this was actually not the first time that he had lost a child, Rahman al but actually a repeat uh, and, and, in, and, in, um, and in quick succession. So it's a terrible thing. So now they're going to start being Menachem Avel. So now in Rabbi Tafran Amar. So Rabbi Tafran, what do you say to a person who lost multiple children? It's a terrible thing. So Rabbi Tarfon quotes, okay, what Moshe Rabbeinu said to Aaron HaKohen when his children died, when Nodav and Aviu died. The following Pasuk in Vayikra. Vacheichem kol beis Yisrael yifkus asreifa. Right? It's supposed to be in a chama, right, to say that everyone is going to mourn this. Right? Because I guess misery with company um, is a little bit consoling to see and it is, it's somewhat consoling to see that this person had an impact not just on you, and this is not your own mourning, but you share the burden. Everyone is upset. And so that gives some form of nechama. And said, he continued, Rabbi Tarfan, There's a kalvachomer here. This sets off all the mefarshim into a frenzy. Because what does it mean they only did mitzvah achas? They were not in a view. They were literally like, the, they, they got the the kahuna, so the answer, there's a couple of answers, um, several answers. One, one of the answers could be that on that particular day, they did that one mitzvah, because on that particular day, they did in fact, right, do the hakrava of Chanukah's hamishkan, okay? So therefore, right again, they had done a lot, but they mean that that is uh, the one that was closest to Mitzvah, and it was worthy of Avelos of Chol Klal Yisrael, okay? So they did that. Kach, Bonav Shel Rabbi Shmuel, Achas Kama Bakama. And so all of the, uh, we're going to see, all of those who are Menachem um, Rabbi Shmuel are going to be, in fact, mentioning this uh, Eikal V'chomer to say that because the sons of Rabbi Shmuel were great tzaddikim, the entire Klal Yisrael, right, is mourning with them, and that is a form of Nechama, Okay. 
Now, what did he say? Another Kalvachomer as follows. This has to do with the son of Yeravam ben Nevat. Yeravam ben Nevat was a big Russia, right? And Rambam quotes, I believe it's in Hilchas Shuvah, that you can be as great, everybody has the potential to be as great in, as Moshe Rabbeinu, or as wicked as Yeravam ben Nevat. Well, why is he using Yeravam ben Nevat? Why not, like, I don't know, Bilam or something like that? So he's saying, Yeravam ben Nevat, he was a real jerk. He, um, he stopped, right? He was caused machlokas in Klal Yisrael is the answer. And he took the northern kingdom, kingdom, he made a bunch of eagles there, which is not a good thing to do, and he also blocked all the roads to Yerushalayim from people being able to do, this is a segue to Maseches Chagiga, for people being able to go to the base of Mikdash and bring the, the uh, and, and be Ola Regel. Oh. So his son, Avia, actually took away those, those obstacles and says the Gemara, this is a Pasuk in Malachim, Aleph, where they're talking about the Hespade for Avia ben Yeravam. I, and call Israel. So listen, this was Avia. He didn't do much. We have the Pasuk over there. Uh, in Malachim literally says, It sounds like he did one good thing because it says it in the singular. Okay? And it says, Right? So Avia ben Yeravam did one great thing, which is he took away those, um, those uh, obstacles as the Gemara continues to describe. My Davar Tov. What was this Davar Tov? Rabbi Zeir, Rabbi Chanina, Bar Papa, One of them said that he took away the sentries, right, the um, the guards, and allowed people to be all the You'll remember this from the end of Tainus. We actually said a different word in the end of Tainus. It sounds like this. Prosdios. Prosdios, partisos. He took away the obstacles from that, that his father, Yeravim, had put on, he took away those obstacles. Right, those were obstacles that his father put on in the way. So he had put obstacles. His father, he took away those obstacles. That was the one really great thing he did, and for that, all of Klal Yisrael um, were masped him. So certainly, the sons of Rabbi Ishmael should be um, mourned by the entire Klal Yisrael. I'm just curious, how long did it take in those days to go from the north to to, to you right. know? Uh, the, the, you know what? That's a great question that you could save for Chagiga because the Korban Chagiga talked about the mitzvah of Aliyah Laregel. Right. If you look at the Psukim, that becomes very relevant because who can walk? Who can perform Aliyah Laregel? Right. And who is obligated? Do you have to be within walking distance? Right. How, what kind of walking distance? You're getting ahead of us, Geronimus. Okay. <laughs> it's as if you wrote these Mishnahs. Now, Rabbi Lazar bin Azari of Amar. What's this? This is the Navi explaining to Tzidkiyahu HaMelech. This is a Pasuk in Yermia. It says, B'Shalom Tamus U'Misafosos HaVasecha M'Lachim HaRishonim Asher Yudafanecha Kein Yisrifu Lach And then the Hamshach of the Pasuk, which isn't in the Gemara, is critical. V'Hoi Adon Yispedu Lach In other words, um, the Navi is explaining to, to Tzidkiyahu that he's going to be mourned Right, he's going to have a peaceful death, and he's going to. They're going to make these um, burning. What's this burning? What's going on with this fire? What's this bonfire? Well, Malachim they used to burn their stuff because it wouldn't be cool, right? You had a melech with a really cool studded jacket, leather jacket, and the next thing you know, the day after day he dies, Andrew comes to shul wearing it. 
That's disrespectful, right? That's the king's stuff. So therefore, you bury it. And Bida is made. The end of the pasuk is saying that he's going to have a big hesped. That's interesting. It's not true. Sidkia was a huge tzaddik. So you have to explain what does it mean that he only did one ma'isa. It means that there was one ma'isa that in that schus, right, he was, that was close to his death. Just like Nadav and Aviyu, that for that he was zoichet to this major kavod. What did he do? She'ela yirmiya min hatit. Yirmiya was quite in a bind. He was in, the, he, he was in a bind and he lifted him up. So kach bonav shalor bishmal alachas kam v'kama. So again, um, a, a nechama for Rabbi Shmuel that his sons apparently had done so many mitzvahs and therefore should be zocha for the um, for the national mourning. Okay, so we've had three Tanaim speak at this Shiva house. Rabbi Akiva called clean up. And so what did he have to say? So, Nani Rabbi Akiva ve'yama ar-pasak ha-zacharya ba'yama hu yigdal ha-mispad b'yushalayim k'mispad Hadar Rimon, Hadad Rimon, Bivikas Megidon. What in the world? Well, we actually have Machlokas in Masecha Sukkah, art scroll quotes, whether this uh, misbade was on the death of Mashiach ben Yosef or on the death of the Yetzirahara. But be that as it may, both of those are alluding to not only, right, the death of someone, but also, right, the coming of Mashiach. So in his, so this is why he wanted the closing statement, Quranowitz, because in his mention of the Hespade, he also puts in a positive word of Mashiach's coming soon. It's all leading towards Mashiach. Every death is leading towards Mashiach. And so we have that to look forward to, uh, a bright light. Now, interestingly enough, this uh, phrase was, we, we already mentioned this, um, I think it was Masechus Megillah, where we mentioned that without the Targum Yonason, we don't understand anything. Because this is a conglomeration of two different Hespedim. And we said, without Targum, we don't understand anything. We mentioned that in Masechus Megillah. And this is one of those things that we wouldn't understand. Because this Pasuk in Zechariah, as uh, illustrated in Masechus Megillah, is actually referring to two different Hespedim. You would never know that without the Targum Yonason. And therefore, it is actually an incomprehensible Pasuk. But with the Torah Shabbal Peh, we understand uh, which Hespedim it's referring to. And this is a, th- that piece from Masechus Megillah is going to be quoted now as follows. Amar Yosef, Ilmole Targumi de Hakra, right? If we did not have by the Targum Yonasan, we would never even understand what this Pasuk and Zachariah means at all. Uh, because what it really means is follows. That in that day there'll be a great husband in Yerushalayim. Can we spot house great? As follows. That's what it means. Right? That was the misbate of Achav, who was the king, of, uh, by the way, at the time. Um, and Hadar Dimon killed him. That's what it means. It says, because that is where it says, because that's where Paro killed him. But Vikas Megiddo. Oh, so in Masechel Megillah, it says, so one is the misbade, Yoshia bar Amon, that was killed by Paro in Bikas Megiddo, and the other one is the misbade of Achav, 
This is all alluded to in the words, Can you believe that? You read this misbed, you have no clue. You read this passage, you have no clue. It's talking about those two incidents, those two haspedim. You don't know what's going on at all. And yet, when you read the Targum, Yonasan, it explains it. This was all recorded in Mesechus Megillah. Be that as it may, it's that Pasuk of Zechariah that Rabbi Kiva chose to say, right, at the Shiva house, because it alludes to what? The coming of Mashiach may come bimhera be'ameinu. Ah. Now, the finishing off that idea, right, Achav only did one good thing, right, he was, what's this? So Achav was not a good dude at all, but he did not want Chal to be dispirited. So when they were at the war and he was terribly, fatally wounded, he kind of stood up in his chariot so that people won't be discouraged in order to encourage Kal Yisrael to continue in war. So they won't know how wounded he is because that would have wounded their, right, their pride and their ambition. And so he did a good thing there. So kach bonav shal bishmal, achas v'kam v'kama, right? So just like, so therefore, certainly the bonav shal bishmal uh, are deserving of this national mourning. Wow, okay. Well, we mentioned all of this. Now let's just, um, Let's just clean up some of these psukim because some issues came up. Amalei Rav Rabba Bar Mari, right? So those were the Hespedim of the Tanaim. Now the Amaraim are going to kick around some of these ideas. Wait a minute, they say. Ksiv Bey, it says, Wait, Sidkiyo, Bishalom Tamus, right? We just quoted the Pasuk in Yermi that says that he's going to die in peace. However, look over there in Yermio, a few prokim later, and says, Ksiv, Ves Enet Sidkiyo Iver. Well, Nebuchadnezzar poked his eyes out. That's not a peaceful death, is it? That sounds horrible. So how do you reconcile these two ideas? That it was a peaceful death, or did he have his eyeballs taken out? So Amalei, so Rabbi Barmar explains to Rabbi, Hachi Amar B'yochanan, Shemes Nebuchadnezzar B'yamav. When it says that he'll die in peace, it means that he'll outlive, right, Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar will predecease him. Uh, okay. A similar discussion Happened in a different context as follows. Between the same two mandamar. Amar Rav Rav Bar Mari, Ksiv Bebe Yoshio. A steer in the Psukim in Melachim Bez. It says by Yoshio, Lachain Hineni Yosif Chalav Asech, and Estav Talakif Asech Bishalom. Right? That's a true expression of a peaceful death. That I'm going to gather you to your, right, to your forefathers, and you'll be gathered to your grave in peace. Beautiful. However, you go, um, couple of Prakim later, Ksiv Yora Yorm Lamelch Yoshio. Uh-oh. He was riddled with arrows, like Scarface Lahavdil, right? And he had just absolutely, just his body was like a sieve, okay? Uh, so that's not a peaceful death at all. The Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, Shehaso, Kichvara, right? They made him like a sieve, filled with holes. That's not a peaceful death at all. So how do you reconcile this? So Amar Lei, Hachi Amar Rabbi Yochanan. No, this is what it means. And he said that it's going to be peaceful. That at least it was peaceful in the sense that the base of Mikdash still stood at the time of his death, so he didn't have to see the Chorban Habayis. Good. Fine. Now, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Right, as we get towards six lines. Six lines. What are they, what? Why did they protect his body? It was a war zone, man. You can't, you can't, you can't protect everyone. Okay, so now six lines from the bottom of Chav Chesam Beis. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Ena Menachemim Rishayin Lomar Davar Ad Shiftach Avel. That's what we talked about before. So Rabbi Yochanan was the great right Posek and Gadol Ador in Eretz Yisrael, 
Everybody followed this psukim pretty much. And he holds that the Ovel doesn't speak, uh, that, that the uh, Menachemim don't speak first. The Ovel has to speak first. Shanamar. When was this said? This is when, what? The famous Nichum Avelim of Eov's crew. When Eov was sitting Shiva, what they, it says over there, Acharechein Pasach Eov is Piu. So they sat and waited. They showed him that they were there for him, and then he started speaking. The Hadar. And then after that, Vayan Elifazatemani. Elifazatemani was one of Eov's buddies. He only spoke after Eov spoke first. That's the Raya. That's the source that you let the Oval speak first. So, related to that, So, this we're not as uh, familiar with, the setup, who sits at the head of the table, so to speak, during Avelis. By the way, they used to sit in a totally different configuration. This, the one thing people know about Avelis is that the Avelim sit, what, on, on the floor, and the, everyone else sits on chairs. Not exactly how they used to do it. They used to have the Avelim sitting on, on the floor and everyone's sitting on the floor with them. Okay. Be that as it may, the, um, the, that, that's how the halacha developed. But in the meantime, the Ovel sits sort of at the head, Shanamar. It says over there, um, by the Avelis of Eov, Evchar Darkam. Uh, which way are we going to go? So there, Eov is saying that he was sitting at the head and I was sitting between them like a king sits with his legions, kasher avelim inachem, right? And so too, that is the nichum avelim. So basically that is uh, Eov speaking longingly, right, uh, of the days when he was with his crew in the good, in the good days, in the halcyon days, okay? The Gemara asks, however, inachem, achrini mashma. Inachem sounds like, uh, now we're gonna get into grammar here. Inachem sounds like he's one of the menachemim. And yet he's saying that he's in the center. So who's in the center? Who's at the head, so to speak? Those who are being Menachem or the, the, he who is being uh, consoled? So it sounds like it's those who are being Menachem. So Amar of Nachman bar Yitzchak, he was a valedictorian of Sechas Psachim, Yenachem Ksiv. It says Yenachem. In other words, you have to look at the syntax. There's a Dagesh in the Nun, which means that it's talking about the Avel. Or another source, Marzutra Amar Mehacha. It's a Pasuk, famous Pasuk in Amos, Visar Mir Zach Sruchim. It's only famous because uh, we're reading it now. That it says Mir Zach is the Avel. In other words, Nasesar Lesruchim. That when you have the Mir Zach, who we're translating to be as an Avel, so he is sitting at the head, right, of the, of the uh, people. Serach is, is a Lashon stink, which is Lashon Gaiva, right? People who think that it's full of hot, stinky air. So he's saying that that is the person who is sitting at the head. But in this case, that is a great Avelis indeed. And therefore, he's at the head. Fine. So now, So similarly, how do we know that the Chassan always sits at the head of the table? Sure enough, that that is what the Chassan does. He sits right at the front. Ma koin barosh av Chassan barosh. Yechahain means that the Chassan is like a coin. So just like a coin. Tzvi Tapper, right? That's the only coincidence. Just like a coin always sits at the head, so too, right, the chasen um, sits at the head. I have a coin, Gufe Milan. How do we know that the coin sits at the head? The Tana, the Beber Yishmael, the Kidash To. Right? We said in the Bites of Rabbi Yishmael, isn't that interesting that we are uh, the base manager of Rabbi Yishmael, the Kidash To? What does it mean? It says, you have to be Mikadash to coin. He should be Kadash to you. The Chaldavash Rikdusha. The coin is first for everything, right? 
Liftach Rishon. Now Tzvi Yiftach is going to get a big head from here. But anyway, Liftach Rishon Bekeres Torah. He might get our first Aliyah today, as we will see. That's a coincidence. Varich, the Bricha, right? We always get him to bench first. Rishon. Liton Mani Yafel Rishon. May the base of Mikdash be rebuilt soon. And he's going to be able to get the first, right, portions of meat, the best meats in the base of Mikdash. Okay. Let's finish off with talk about death. Yeah? Last words on Chavchesam and Beis. It's difficult for the Shama to leave the Guf as we turn finally to Chavchesam and Aleph. That is a ropes. Very, very strong ropes. It's not easy to separate the Neshama from the Guf. Or another Gersa is Rabbi Yochanan Amar Kifture Bifi Veshes. Another type of rope, right? Um, that the veshet there is a certain hole, they are reinforced ropes. So these reinforced ropes, why is it hard? We just learned, right, on daf chavches, that, that the, the tzies on the shama is like taking hair from milk. It doesn't hurt, it doesn't take long. So the Maharsha explains, yeah, that's tzaddikim. And you have to look, it's unbelievable. The Hebrew art school quotes the Michtav Milio. I don't know what the English quotes. The idea is follows. It's a simple, it's a Muslim moment. If during your lifetime you're intertwined with Gashmias, as they say, so then obviously it's going to be hard to separate your Ruchni Neshama from the Gashmi because you're so wrapped up, you want to hold on to whatever is Gashmi, just like you did in your life, so that's going to be traumatic. But if in your lifetime you were connected to the Ruchni, that's going to be like taking hair out of milk. Ah, Gavarnas Rishimon, beautiful. Yeah. You were learning Mechtam yesterday, we have to talk about that. Amar Reb Levi Bar Chayasa, Hanifter Mene Meis, just some dinim over here, when you leave the Meis, right, at the Levi, Lo Yomar Lo Lech Shalom. Unbelievable. You don't say Lech Shalom, Ela Lech Be Shalom. What's the difference? Well, again, Lech Shalom means wherever you go, when you get there, there's going to be peace. Lech Be Shalom means you're going to take Shalom with you, but then when you get there, it's not going to be there anymore. So a person who's Dead, you don't say lech leshalom because they're going somewhere else. But you say lech beshalom. Shalom should be with you. Haniftar minachai. But when you leave a friend who's alive, lo yom lech beshalom, lech leshalom. You should go, and where you go, there should also continue to be peace. Oh, what's the source? Haniftar minachai. Lo yom lech leshalom, lech beshalom. Shneimar. This is pasuk in Brachos. Vatatavo elavosecha beshalom. Right. Now you should go beshalom. Right. So, so in other words, when you get there, that is hakadosh baruch hu mi mi. That's the Kodesh Baruch Hu explaining to Avram Avinu that you're going to go Beshalom. And if they're in a chai, lo yom alech Beshalom, ela lech leshalom, sharei David, sharem alav shalom, lech Beshalom. Yeah, David said to Avshalom, lech Beshalom, that was not good. <laughs> Avshalom ended up getting his hair caught in the tree and dying and getting decapitated with a clothesline. So that was not, <clears throat> the Mepharshim asked, was David trying to curse him? No. They explain he was trying to say le shalom and like the malach, you know, switched it to bet shalom and it ended up being prophetic. Halach venitla, right? And sure enough, Avshalom goes and he gets uh, clotheslined in his hair. Yisro, and however, Yisro shamer Moshe, lech le shalom, right? So Yisro said the right thing. Halach vitzliach, and Moshe, sure enough, he was able to what? To take Klal Yisrael out of Galus. When we leave, Today, for Beis Medrash, so we're, we daven, we do this, we daven in the Beis Medrash. So we're learning, and now we're going to Beis HaKnesses. Or after Beis HaMedrash, to Shul. Zohar Mekabel, Pnei Shechina, Shneemar, it's the Pasuk at Tehillim, Yelchum Michael El Chayil, Yireh El Elohim B'Tzion, that he who goes from Shul to, da, to learn, to daven, to learn, to daven, he'll see Hashem B'Tzion. Amar B'chiyah Bar'ashim, Rav, Talmidei Chachamim, Ein Lai Menucha, Filu Lama Ba. 
Sounds like a bad thing. What do you mean? Even when we're not going to rest? Yeah, it's because they're always in spiritual pursuit. And therefore, they continue that. Their vitality continues. Right? When you go, you're busy with spiritual pursuits in Olam Hazet. You'll continue to be active and vibrant in Olam Ba, And you'll see Hashem, and we be zoche, to go, Michael, Chayel, to see Elohim B'Tzion. Hadra Lach Ve'el Megalchen, Neslikal Mesechas Ma'akotan. May we go, Chayel, Chayel, and continue with Mesechas Chagiga, Bezrat Hashem, tomorrow.